broadcasting live from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. everybody I just strong arm Jeff Cameron and Ira to hanging out with me uh, they kind of have to it's part of their job uh, but thanks for being here guys Jeff how are you I'm good I'm tired yeah <laughs> Ira how are you fantastic what a trip this has been yeah. so let's catch everybody up we got here on Monday we went and toured the stadium which Florida State's going to play in if you want to go to the game, check out Seminoles 2 Ireland.com numeral 2 um, and then on Tuesday, did we go to Waterford on Tuesday? We went to Waterford on Tuesday, which mm. I'm like, why are they driving us two hours away from Dublin? And I, I think that was more real Ireland. Felt like it's more of like what this country's all about. It's more kind of closely aligned to the common man. It was amazing. Um, we got to see the coastal t- side. I mean, Dublin's on the water, too, but like we got to see the, the sea. It was amazing. It was fantastic. A fishing community. Yeah. The um, rolling hills, the green pastures, the cows walking over bridges. Yeah. We did see cows walking over we bridges. Did. Wednesday, we went to, what, the largest botanical or second largest botanical garden in the world? It's, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the, I think it's the largest. 10,000 different types of plants. We're saying it's the largest. It's the largest... I our, believe it is the largest. She told right. us it was Sounds the largest. Sounds good. Sounds good. Gonna, and I, I got to go to Epic, and I want to get a, I want to get political on the show. I don't want to get political in a place like this. I want to get all biblical in a place like this. As Mickey <laughs> says, the Rocky inside of the chapel at the hospital as Adrian's clinging to life. Um, I'm I'm proud to, like of my my immigrant roots. You know, I think it's sure. cool that my parents moved like halfway across the world to like a country where they didn't speak the language and made it work and bought a house and put kids through college and stayed debt and crime free. Um, kind of wish I was Irish. Pretty cool <laughs> to go through the epic um, heritage. I mean, what the, the Irish Immigration uh, Museum. Um, Jeffrey, what you what you take away from Wednesday? What was the coolest thing for you? What was it oh, epic? Wow. I don't want to put words in your mouth or anything, but yeah, I thought epic was amazing. The uh, Congaree uh, Gardens that you were referencing were breathtakingly beautiful. But I concur. I think the Epic Museum was probably my favorite. First of all, it's really well done. Yes. And we got a behind-the-scenes taste of it, which was really amazing to see how it works. But, uh, you know, as their slogan goes, everybody's from somewhere, but they do a much better job of bringing that back home. Like this idea that, you know, listen, uh, most all of our ancestors, of course, were not from America. So you, you think about what it took for those people, especially during the Great Famine in Ireland, to get on boats and go across the Atlantic and back then, leaving Ireland likely meant you were never coming back to Ireland. So anybody you left behind, you were never going to see again. Uh, there was no internet. There was no phone service. There was no means by which to contact these folks that you were leaving behind for a better life or a hopes of a better life. So I don't know, it personalized um, you know, the, the, the Irish-American story, if you will. 
Yeah, the uh, so the Epic Museum is it's it's what's interesting about it to me is it's it's the whole premise of it is we're we're telling the stories of people who left this country, mm. you know. So that seems opposite of what you normally see in the museum. Normally, in museums are like celebrations. They celebrate all the guys that transferred and left Florida State. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, doing a museum to the players who left Florida State and went to other schools. It's just that was strange to me that like, you know, you're you're telling these stories and they're they're kind of not really flattering for Ireland. You know, they're explaining that not everybody left because of the famine. Some people left because they wanted to be uh, entertainers. Or they wanted opportunities that weren't ex that didn't exist in Ireland. Or maybe there were things that weren't accepted in Ireland at the time and, sure. and they wanted to go pursue those goals. So it's not all flattering. I think that's that was the surprising thing to me is, you know, usually it's, uh, you feel like you go into a, a museum in a country that you assume it's going to be very pro that country and it was it was pretty i thought it was pretty honest well it's a wonderful thing facts you know just uh being able to talk about things honestly as they occurred and they do the food here has been pretty solid i'm trying to like, if you if you folks are a little bit hesitant on some of the things about Ireland, like maybe the food's not all that great what else am i gonna do besides watching a football game like, there's plenty to do <laughs> there's plenty to do food's been really solid too not a big seafood guy monkfish solid Monk oh, you went with the monkfish. Soul. Yeah, yeah. I got the sole, the, the the big giant fillet there, named after the rest or the the, the restaurant's named after the fish. Yeah. Also solid, and I love seafood. Yeah. And we grew. I grew up in Florida, so did you? Yes, I did. I you know, kind of Baltimore, Miami's been in coastal. But towns. by the way, yeah, okay. he's he's been been on the water wherever yeah. he's been for the most part. I think their seafood was outstanding. Yeah, I just went with the basic fish and chips. But it was the same thing I got in uh, Dunmore East, which was also beautiful. Over the uh, fishing village we went to yesterday, strongly which, recommend Dunmore East. Yeah, really, the whole wa Waterford thing. Yeah. Aslan touched on it briefly earlier that Waterford, I think, has been like the surprise. It's been like this surprising upstart. Like it, spat upon for many years. Apparently, pin, it's the pinch hitter that came off the bench and hit the two run homer. Mm -hmm. Like we did not expect Waterford to be what it was. It was really cool, and apparently, it's made a big comeback, and it's it's cool. And um, but yeah, I had fish and chips there, and I had fish and chips here because I'm gonna have fish and chips. And I'm a little I'm a little scared of uh, sometimes of the the grilled fish or the pan pan seared fish i think when you come back in 2024 i want you to blossom out but we'll see we'll see I but it's but time I, to take the next step but the fish and chips was uh, on point it was delicious as was the guinness man you've turned my whole life around you guys jeff you Cameron, guys jeff Cameron you guys have turned my whole life around lives. you know you know it's funny is ira is uh is is a really smart man hardworking man great husband keep father going, wonderful going, friend yeah, he's also really set in his ways and he likes <laughs> certain things that are just going to be this way till death and sometimes when he says something something i think he just said that he doesn't even no, me. I, he doesn't even know that excuse oh, me he just says it because he thinks he's supposed to no. say it he had an experience 25 legit. years ago and, uh, and it's still going to be the same so it's uh, like uh, i didn't like watermelon when i was nine i'm gonna hate it now it's true and so this is what happens with ira and then he goes oh and this is why it's another great personality trait of ira he was willing to admit he was wrong. Yeah. Guinness oh, is delicious. I was wrong. It is you drank good. like a champ tonight. I've enjoyed it, man. It's been nice. It's been Jeff nice. Cameron changing lives. Oh, I don't know about that, but convincing <laughs> him to try something, damn it. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Ira, have you have you figured out what you're going to do to, to stay out of the doghouse when you do get back home? Like, mm. I, you're, I don't know, like, what I would do if I was married and my wife wanted to come and she was back home. I feel like I would just go radio silence. Mm. Just like, hey, babe, I'm alive. 
See you in a few days. All good. But Ira's like yeah. walking. I think he's walking Kim like <laughs> virtually through everything that's going on. Is that a good or a bad thing? No, Jeff? I'm not well, everybody's marriage is different. <laughs> 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 I am. Uh, I'm. I'm gathering information. I'm gathering photos. What, what Aslan's talking about is I'm taking a lot of photos. Yeah. Because I feel like you know that's the least I can do. Have I mean, and not need. You couldn't come. But I've got these pictures. So let on me my show phone. you what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look, another 25 cool things you didn't get to do. Let's think this I'm make a list of the 50 coolest things yeah. you didn't get to do. You're never going to get to see this. You won't have time no, when we come back. Will. But this next is fantastic. Year. No, that's the whole selling point is next right. year when we come back for the game, we're coming for the whole week. And I'm not going to work the whole time, guys. Okay. We're we'll going to go see, see we'll stuff. See about that. We're going to go see stuff. <laughs> How excited are you? Uh, as you guys are listening to this, Jeff and I are gonna we're gonna suck it up and we're gonna wake up early, and we're gonna go play golf at one of the top 100 courses in the world. One top 50, I think. Top, top 50, top 60, depending on where you look. Top 65, yeah. then on Golf yeah. Digest yeah. and yeah. Golf.com. That's correct. Yeah, I want to. I saw it as it. I saw it as high as 42 and Did as you? low as 68. Okay. So you know, you guys decide. <laughs> It's a top seven course. I don't want to go do it. Jeff's like, we got to go do it. <laughs> What's crazy We're do is you're, it for a good, you folks. you're a good golfer. You're going to love it. You like playing the courses in town. I, I don't you get say Highland, don't you? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't get this. The guy likes golf. And in the last 24 hours, I'm getting a sense that he hates golf. I, I, don't, don't, I don't know where this is coming from. I want to be We're going to go play Lynx golf. You and I have never played Lynx yeah. golf anywhere. True, period. true Lynx golf. And it's seaside. Right? It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. A lot of top 60 courses in the how world. Many, how many balls do you think your guys are going to lose? Oh, 15 apiece. <laughs> because Easily. we both, even if we yeah. play well, we're not good enough not to lose balls in the fescue. It's going to happen. <laughs> I love the word fescue. Yeah, me too. I just keep, are you going to take videos of him traipsing Absolutely. through the fescue? Oh, yeah. yeah, we're going to have tracker on so, Jeff's high arcing cut shot. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I. It's, so there was a course that I played with Tom, and they had what was kind of fescue-esque one time we were playing, and I lost three balls in the fescue, and the second goes in, you can't find it. It's gone. Because we don't have a gallery stomping yes. it down. Go, oh, it's right here, right? We got to look out for each other, by That's the way. Right? I got you. Man. We're, yeah, we're walking together. So you'll have to beep this last time. I'll make you beep anything. Um, I just yelled out to him one time, well, they you in the fescue and he goes that's a great album and i go you know what you're right let's call this album they you in the fescue and it's right. so true um so yeah anyhow we're gonna find that out in real time tomorrow buddy we're yeah. gonna find out the kind of problems they have in the fescue but that's gonna be great i know but my thing is i'd rather I, nine holes is enough and then i want uh, two hours to go as long as getting old around. everybody as long as getting old no, i want to shop I want to go look at the shops. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what are we I do doing? Think, I think it, 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 it's, out, all gonna determine, it's all going to be determined what happens after nine holes. Yeah, if you're playing well, you're, you're going well, awesome. to be like, this is great. I don't great. need to I'm go shopping. Leaving. Let's continue to golf on one of the great golf courses in the world. But if on the last two or three holes, you're you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're way over par, you know, you've lost hey, a bunch Cameron, of balls, you might be thinking, hey, shopping. Jeff, uh, you stay here. I'm going to go to the cab. Fair enough. All right, uh, last thing as we go out, uh, EPIC also, again, which stands for Every Person is Connected. Um, we did the tour on Wednesday. It was amazing. Ira, you're going back on Thursday yeah. morning to do the genealogy study. So they're going awesome. to break down the maternal side, not the Schofel side of the family, but the, the maternal <laughs> right. side of the family. Um, are you anxious? Are you excited? Are you, I mean, do you have a pretty 
high confidence level that you're going to be able to figure out a lot of stuff that you didn't know before you showed up here. Yeah, so that Epic Museum. And what's that feeling like to know that you're going to maybe get some crazy answers? Well, yeah, it's cool. So we, you know, we have started since you know everybody's on the Ancestry.com and the 23andMe and all these sites. You know, we have some information, and so and I know my mom's family's from Ireland, and so uh, I'm excited to see. And I know, you know, the name, I know our family name is McGrath and I know we're from the southern part of the, the country and and uh, just talking at dinner tonight with some of the, the, the people that are hosting us, uh, you know, had some information that they shared from their experiences of that part of the country. And so I'm excited about it, but I'm also kind of like a little bit leery because I don't know, you know, you have no idea what you're going to find out. Like I, I would love to find out that, yes, my great, great, great grandfather was this great person or they're great, you know, they, that they did good things, but what if they didn't do good things? You know, I mean, I don't know. It's not what, your fault. I don't know. I know. But you know, it's like, it's like, uh, Come here, big guy. Oh, your ancestors were bad people. Yeah. Um, they so probably you, were. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had to be bad back in the day. It was tough living. It was tough to get by. <laughs> if they survived, they were probably yeah. did something wrong. Yeah. They killed somebody on the other farm. Um, so, and I don't think we're going to get that kind of detail, but it's going to be fun. Now I'm ex- super excited, super excited. Cause my family, didn't and I don't know how you guys were with your parents like I didn't I never asked a lot of questions about what it was like before you know w- when they were growing up I wish I had both mm, my parents yeah. are past um, so uh, you know if your parents are alive people ask them the questions save the time you don't have to go to Ireland to do <laughs> although the you research. should Oh, yeah, you should, should definitely go to Ireland and find out exactly <laughs> uh, where they're from. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm excited. And then, uh, yeah, so they're going to actually sit me down at, at the Epic Museum, which is incredible. I'm really intrigued to find out. What, really yeah. intrigued to find out, A, the process. How much they can find out. Yeah, and what they can find out. I, I think it's going to be awesome. And so, don't assume your family is criminals. You don't. So, <laughs> just, just let's find out what I know, happens. I know my people, Jeff. <laughs> uh, but, no, I do think. Um, but, yeah, so one of the things we'll, you know, and, again, like we've written a little bit and we've put up some videos from this trip, but yeah, over the next couple of months, we're going to put up a lot more content. And one of the things I'll write is what that process is like, because people can do it. They, you know, and again, yeah, they can is, come here and do it. They yeah. can go and sit down with a genealogist and, and get uh, a good idea of, of their yeah, history. Because a lot in of people, Dublin, I mean, you're right here, right? It's ten minutes from our hotel. Very much. It's yeah, it's right there in the kind of the tourist district. I mean, where a lot of the uh, shopping cool, is, yeah. and where I'm going to be, where Aslan's golfing. All right, one kind of football-related question. What I, I haven't even asked you guys. What's what's the reaction been on Twitter to the photo of Jeff recreating the? I don't know the, the reaction. Yeah, we have, had fun with that. Have we read any comments yet? Yeah. So yeah, we've had some hilarious comments. I will tell you, one of the first reasons. I, I so once you post, well, people so, so explain so what the photo follow is. Everybody all right, all right. So Ira had a great idea. So we were walking through <laughs> the beautiful botanical garden in Waterford. Yeah, it's right. the Mount. Congreve? Uh, Congreve. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we were there, and it is massive, and it's along the river, and it's beautiful. And so as we were walking, meandering about as you do, we came up on several really big trees, and we were all kind of looking up, and it struck Ira in such a way that he remembered the ludicrous photo <laughs> of Jimbo Fisher staring and smiling for that piece down there in the Palm Beach Post. I think it was a bunch. It's my favorite it picture was. of yeah. all time. Yeah, it's and so it, it's this Jimbo in nature moment where he's what? pretending to... Uh, what could be the premise of uh, that who, picture? Well, I'm healthy and happy, who knows? But he was... <laughs> the, the picture, uh, everybody's seen the picture uh, in the piece. 
he's staring up at the trees as if to say, I really do appreciate nature and I'm in awe of the flora. And we were, we were laughing about that. Ira pointed it out. It was a great instant recall on his part. And then, so I was standing there and he goes, can you recreate the photo? So it started innocent enough. And then we were like, well, pull up the photo. Let's actually recreate the photo. And so if you go on Twitter, uh, I think you posted it or did yeah, Aslan post it? I think it? I posted it. So yeah. you posted it. It's, 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 Aslan was the artistic director. I didn't yeah, give him credit. Aslan for had it, the yeah. angle and the camera and everything else. And so I tried to get into character as best I could. <laughs> puffed out my chest and I spread my feet just right and I gazed in awe at the tree oh, limbs. God's nature. Uh, in God's nature, right. And uh, we took the picture and it's posted. And people, some people got it. But I want to give Manny credit. Manny's a listener of all of the stuff that we yeah. do. And Manny on Instagram, on my account, goes, dude, I saw this. I mean, he knew instantly it was a lark. So he was like, this is too good. He's like, you and Jimbo are perfect. And so he got the joke. Yeah, he I got, got the joke. And I, I think got, several people got the joke. I got a text from a friend of mine as well. Yeah, there were some good responses on Twitter, but uh, go, go I got look a text from a friend as well who uh, seemed to enjoy it. it was, <laughs> I, I laugh. That's good stuff. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hello there podcasters oh don't worry i won't prattle on for two minutes like i do with some of the other reads zaxby's doesn't demand it of me <laughs> Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. A delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips. We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm -hmm. If you're going to a party, a pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a Beer Giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just huh? make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. They're like so peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. All right, so we should do this. For those that don't know what the hell is going on in the world of college football, I guess join the party. But as it pertains to this very specific uh, back and forth between Nick Saban, head coach, Alabama, uh, and Texas A&M's head coach, Jimbo Fisher, obviously formerly of Florida State University as uh, a national championship winning coach here, uh, somebody we're very familiar with, to say the least. And so it was that Saban told an audience uh, primarily of – Wealthy business owners, go figure, about the uh, shenanigans that he's accusing Texas A&M of engaging in. Quote, I mean, we were second in recruiting this year, Saban told the audience. A&M was first. 
A&M bought every player on their team. <laughs> this is a direct quote. Just get to it. They made a deal for name, image, likeness. We did not. We did not buy one player, okay? But I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. It's tough. So I don't have to translate Saban. That is a direct money grab. That is an ask for funds. That is, hey, listen up. I know I rule the world of college football with an iron fist, but my realm as my, my, me at the helm may be coming to an end because there are others with an equal passion to yours, ladies and gentlemen. They, too, would like to reign supreme in the world of college football. And, much to my chagrin, they've anted up. They've anted up to the point where they had the goal to recruit the number one class in the country despite being in the middle of nowhere. Look at that place. That place is hell on earth. And they have the number one class. And I assure you, it was not through hard work that that happened, but cold, hard cash. That's the Saban translation to the audience. Saban said Alabama players made $3 million or so, quote, doing it the right way. Last year, only 25 players were able to leverage NIL deals. Well, in truth, in the real world, that seems about right. Most players, if they're truly just using their success on the gridiron to make money via name, image, and likeness, in the world of college football, would be able to garner next to nothing. They have no real value to most businesses if this is the way we're honestly looking at it. Very few players actually do. That said, the other part about coming to it honestly is something to raise an eyebrow and snicker at, given Alabama and Nick Saban's history. He's not the first coach to call out the Aggies. Of course, Lane Kiffin did it, and that pissed Jimbo off earlier this year. I have to give Lane Kiffin credit. His comment was, Texas a and is going to incur a luxury tax. <laughs> uh, they paid so many players for their signing class, quote-unquote. He's the spurrier of our time. Oh, it's just he needs to win a little bit more, and then he really can be the yeah. spurrier of our time. That prompted a stern response in which Jimbo Fisher called him a clown show, clown acts, and irresponsible as hell. Saban went on to say, uh, coaches are trying to create advantages for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's been going on a while there, Nick. He said that uh, all coaches know how much money is available to them from their school's collective, which I agree. He's right, and it is a problem. It sucks. It's awful. But, yes, that's exactly what's happening. He says that that allows them, in this case he's talking about Fisher directly, to know how much they can promise each player from the pool. That's pay for play. That runs against everything that NIL was supposed to be. He went on to say, that's not what it's supposed to be. That's what it's become. And that's the problem in college athletics right now. Now every player is just saying, what am I going to get? Saban said people want to blame the NCAA, but he's not so sure they can do anything about it without suffering the consequences of litigation. Uh, he's right about that, too. He went on to say this, and now we'll get to Jimbo in just one moment. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State, he's talking about Deion Sanders, 
paid a guy a million dollars last year. And he was a really good Division I player to come to his school. It was in the paper. I mean, they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. I mean, these guys at the University of Miami, they're going to pay a basketball player to come in $400,000, and it's in the paper. The guy's telling you, this is how I'm doing it. He's right about that, too. (laughs) Obviously, he was referring to Travis Hunter, who flipped his commitment from us to go to Jackson State. Raised quite a few eyebrows. Dion has subsequently, of course, denied, denied, denied that that happened. Most believe that legally he kind of has to because there could be trouble otherwise. Uh, Look, we all know what's going on, and we know who are the culprits and, frankly, what we then have to do at Florida State to get down, to compete. Jimbo Fisher didn't like being singled out. And so in a press conference today, and I love right from the get-go, and we'll start translating, I love the softball, the massive softball just thrown to him to kick things off, like, like we're here for any other reason but for you to refute and to go in on Nick Saban. Coach, uh, like to respond to some comments made last night in oh, Alabama? Oh, you, yes, I would. I would like First to do that. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this, it's really despicable. <laughs> it's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. Pause it. Okay. He's not taking a shot at 17-year-olds, but that's smart of Jimbo to immediately trot out their 17-year-olds. Yeah, but he's already 0 for 1 because an organization, I mean 17-year-olds, not my organization, children. Also, by the way, that they're all for money, he caught himself. Because when he says that they're all just about the money, that they're uh, breaking law, yes, man, yes, they were about the money. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. If my 17-year-old son was a really good football player, and Texas A&M offered him a million dollars or more to come play for him, I'd say, by all means, go play football for Texas A&M and take that million dollars. Ain't no shame. Go, go make your money, son. Proceed. Never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable. Time. <laughs> what are you talking about? The way you do things is buy players. It's all right, though. It's on the up and up, as you're correctly about to point out. You didn't break any laws. You didn't. That's why he can say over and over again, we, we didn't. I mean, this is ridiculous. despicable. Dos, this is what? These kids and their mamas. Head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. And it's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. What? You'll find out all the parody. Go. What? What does that even mean? Parody in the meeting room? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's equal time for you to speak yeah. and for you to speak. There's I, parody in this room. I think, what he's talk, I think what he's insinuating there, usually, again, we have to, you know, you read between the lines of the non sequiturs. But what I think he's saying there is 
Nick knows there's never been parody, first of all, in college football, which is true, just in generally speaking. But also, he's saying the reason there's never been parody is this this a whole pays for all his players and been doing it forever. Go up to anybody, go ask him. You go do it now. Dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you got to sit here and defend 17 year old kids and families and Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. When I ask my assistant coaches to drop off a million dollars at Gene's house so that he plays football for us next year, they do it. They've done a great job. <laughs> it's despicable that we got to set at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids. Again, I can't take it. These kids. I, why? I love them. Why do I keep saying people? Yeah. Not the money people, the kids. I mean, it's one thing to accuse me. You can say what you want about me. But these children, he's attacking children. And their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. <laughs> Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past. He's or killed people. Ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find Go out. Go look it up. West Virginia, 1981, he killed somebody. It really is. And it's a shame we I have think. to sit up here and have this conversation I think about you did. things we do. And it's it personal to us? Yes, it is. It's personal to A&M. It's personal to our players. It's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. Just like the and family the guy. of the man he really killed. Good. It's amazing that we're allowed to do those things. It's really despicable. And I, and I hate it. For our players who are coming here who did things the right way, have done things the right way, and will continue to do things the right way. I apologize to you that people insult you publicly the way they're doing it. And, and you'll fans, get paid I, I, right I on time like you guys promised. For people saying those things about Texas A&M, but I promise you this, there are, no, there are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. Okay, hold on. A serious note. Yes, he's, he's right to attack Saban, uh, who's pouting. Uh, because he was bested, which is rarely the case. Uh, but <laughs> it, the, the things are with this no violations and are and is and was and will be in truth and can't what it once was. I'm telling you, go look at it. <laughs> you know exactly what he's about. I always said this. My dad always told me this. When people show you who they are, Believe him. He's showing you who he is. Questions? <laughs> to the left, Olin. Uh, a couple of things, Jimbo. First of all, have you had any contact with Nick since? No. Uh, oh, he's called. You just didn't take the call? Not going to. We're done. Okay. And, Thanks uh, for asking the question I told you to ask me before the press conference. To... He's the greatest ever, huh? And then I just wanted when you to got all the advantages. Huh? It's easy. And I just wanted to. Uh, I need more money. Is what I'm saying. Point blank. So, no players in your 
You're saying that no players in there's the state of Texas have received any no crazy laws. There's no goes against the laws of the, the state wind? of Texas, and it's insulting to say a 17-year-old and his family broke laws. No, they didn't. We did. Down front, Brent. You know, y'all have both spoken so highly of each other in the past in terms of what y'all done in your previous relationship. So, how disappointing was it to hear that from him? You know, in terms of you know, a mentor type to you it's as disappointing. well. No, I wasn't. No, listen, you coach with people like Bobby Bowden and learn how to do things. You coach with other people and learn how not to do things. There's a reason people don't go, I ain't went back and worked for him with opportunities. Coach, back behind the line. He's asked 17 times to come back, and every time I said, I won't do it. Coaches, uh, is this an area where you would want to see the league office and the SEC, the commissioner's office, get involved if, if – Coaches are putting out specific accusations yeah, of that's violence. Their job. That's, that's fine. I'm sure they will. They'll reprimand or say something. And that means no. Nothing's going to happen. We'll move on, I guess. That's a dumb but question. This is about our players in Texas A&M and the people who work here and the coaches here. That's what this is about. We're good people. Mistake. We're not going anywhere. We have still a lot of work to do. And we're we have a lot of money. Be. This is going to be a great program, and we're building well, a great Well, I guarantee program. it's going to be a great program. Any other questions down front, Travis? I know everyone saw the initial post from Slice Bread or whatever, but where do you feel like this is, is coming from? You got me. Slice Bread. <laughs> well, but I mean, when coaches say that, come on, man. Why'd you bring up Slice Bread? It's not him. It's not peanut butter jelly. It's none of them. It's Nick Saban. I got to credit the reporter who is trying to get him to go in on Slice Bread again. That is a that is yeah. a baiting question, it's and he kind of took it. He kind of took the bait. He's like, "Please say sliced bread." That's the question. Yeah. Just, Will you please say sliced bread again? Can you blame sliced bread like we all want you to? It's endless hours of entertainment. Some guy named Sliced Bread is out here accusing us of illegalities. Sliced bread. Hey guys, our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it. Quite literally, every single day, I began using AG1 because, I'll be honest with you, I don't like to take a bunch of pills and vitamins, and I just wanted something that tastes great, was quick, and easy to remember, so I do it. I do it every morning when I wake up. I certainly have it right after my coffee and before I work out, and I will tell you this, too. It is um, a simple, effective investment for your health. You can try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash JCS. Again, that's go to, uh, all you got to do is go to uh, drinkag1.com slash JCS. That's drinkag1.com slash JCS. Check it out. It's delicious. It's quick. It's easy. It's proven. Vitamins, probiotics, whole food source nutrients. Start your day with it. You'll feel better. I promise. Interrupting all programs. Show at least four today, and I thank you for tuning to it. Happy Balls McWednesday, my friend. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. I got a little lightheaded there, Tom. I could fall out any minute. Be ready to whistle. Oh no, I'm fine. I just got really into that opening. 
post McWednesday. I feel vitalized, ready to go. I don't want to jinx anything, but you haven't had a, a Wednesday where the words got to you in a long, long time. Why'd you bring it up? You know, I'm becoming more of a professional broadcaster, even if the uh, topics on a day-to-day basis don't reflect that. I, I And I don't mean to be. It's a happy accident. It was a compliment, by the way. No, I got to get back to stumbling about and screwing things no, up. No, it's not like On it wasn't Wednesdays, like a, it's the law. Yes, it has been for a long time. Oh, 15 years. Not anymore, though. No, I know. You've I know. cleared that extra hurdle. I go back and listen to shows, if only to criticize and fix the things that either I've made a mistake on or that you've ruined. And we come back the next day and attempt to do better. 85, 15 in that yeah, department. somewhere in there. And uh, I always go back, and, and I'm very critical. Um, want to do better, but I've noticed this trend on Wednesdays where I've just been fantastic, and I've thought this is not the norm. Well, I mean, is it coming at the expense of other days in which I was usually solid? No, not at all. Oh, okay, well, that's good news. No, it's real I'm good. Sure, news. the listeners disagree, though. I mean, you being a Lightning fan, you see how much tougher the Lightning have gotten when Ryan Callahan was I added agree. to the fold. I agree. I think I've had a similar impact on you. You know what I think? I think somebody will tweet at me or text me or email me and say, "No, Jeff, your Thursdays have gone to hell. Ever since your Wednesdays came up, your Thursdays have fallen off." Well, you're never on the air on a Monday or a Friday anyway. This is what happens when we don't. (laughs) Florida State lost last night in the NIT. But alas, the ding-ding is no more. No more trolley to follow. And now the watch for next year's team and whether or not this streak of NIT appearances can end will be the question. And, of course, I won't spend an inordinate amount of time discussing that. I think the story, though, of course, was not whether or not Florida State lost last night, but rather the sad, sad display of broadcasting from one Bob Knight, who is all but shot, ladies and gentlemen. That old man is done pontificating about nonsense for long stretches at a time, only to annoy his broadcasting partners. You want to use here? Are you begging to use here? No, it's just uh, which one? There, there are plenty of There's options. There's so many options for which we can have fun at Bob Knight's expense. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, but it continued. And then I thought, well, we need to embrace this because we might be on the right side of history. That is to say, we could listen to the very moment in which Bob Knight ended up being fired or saying something that led to his firing, uh, the nonsensical babble at varying points of the broadcast, too numerous to get specific with here. So we'll just use, I guess that's what we will do. We will get specific. specific. Let's go to, uh, which one do you want? You want the, you wanted the incessant babble uh, amongst the three, arguing over whether or not the referee in or out of bounds. Bob Nice insistence as the game goes on of bringing this back up. Here you go. He's oh, been, so you're saying he's out of bounds when it hits? I would say, even though he only has one foot in and one foot in the air, I, I would say, Coach, he's in. But I have not seen that Well, but he touched out of bounds, though. Well, that's interesting, because I have yeah. not thought about it if he's out I, of bounds. I'm not sure, yeah. but to me, he touched out of bounds. Now, that makes the ball out of bounds. They're dribbling. Yes. They're running he a set. There's a he, shot he, and a rebound. inbounds. Smith, long, long shot. Not even close. 
Out of bounds. That'll be Florida State's basketball. What? Imagine, imagine what would take place there with the shot fake. Huh? This, this is interesting. What you're saying? That, the with the foot out of, out of bounds. Yep. But I think once he misses, the game. Then he's just I don't inbounds? think so. Well, I think he's still out. He's well, if it's a player, he would still be out. No, what? He's come from out of bounds. They're still talking wanna, about I this. I want to find out yeah. exactly what the ruling would be. I want to know if you know, he is ruled out of bounds. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Good Lord, guys. The play. The action's on the floor. What are we doing here? But that's interesting. No, it's not, John Saunders. It's not interesting at all. And everybody knew that rule. The referee is part of the floor. He's not out of bounds there. The ball hits off him. We're done with this. Poor Fran. He had it right, but it's Bob Knighty sitting next to you. Well, so he can't he's really trying to like, kowtow, and he's trying. Yeah, he just didn't want to say, Bob, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Want further proof? Here. Do we have an illegal substitution of any kind? Well, I think he's going down to explain something here. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is, Bob. Thanks. Did that clock reset? No, I think they've got 18.6 left. No, that's in the game. <laughs> can we can we keep going? Come on, Bob. Bob, please. More. But the officials didn't see it or wouldn't call it. You know, what I've always thought was an what, interesting what's that, thing is when you're ahead in those circumstances, uh -huh. throw the ball as high up as you can throw. Oh, just chuck it into the air! We had a kid that really cost us a big game, leaning out of bounds, and he had all these things to do with it. Hang on to it, go out of bounds. Throw it up in the stands. Throw it. And, and uh, he, he flipped it back in. Kid grabs it, shoots it, beats us, and it was Nebraska. We hadn't played well. Oh, the Nebraska game, those, yes. You know, really bad losses that you have. Yep. But offensively, I thought, People if you scoring baskets behind you, that's going to take six, seven seconds. Walker takes it coast to coast and drops it in with 19 ticks still on the clock and gets it so, back. So wait a minute, Bob. Am I to believe that you wanted to alter strategy at the end of games for when a player got possession of the ball and there were, oh, I don't know, roughly eight, nine seconds left in the game, your call would be to just throw it up into the air as high as you can. Fellas, here's the deal. Let's not look for a teammate. Let's not call timeout. I want you to throw the ball as high as you can into the air because we all know that one can turn and throw a basketball into the air while in an arena without hitting anything in the arena that doesn't come down for eight seconds? John Elway in his prime couldn't throw a basketball to the ceiling and not have it come down in eight. It's a basketball. What are you talking about? I took the Bob Knight Challenge earlier today. You'll find it on YouTube, on Twitter here. 3.3 seconds, Tom. That's that's the best I could do at Jay Cameron Show. You don't have to play that clip. Do you want to? No, you don't have to. You can play Bob Knight continuing to talk about this subject of ball chucking to the ceiling. I wonder, I never tried this, and I wish I would have. 
throw the ball as high as I could throw it and then time it. What? Yeah. And, and if it went, say, seven, eight seconds before, that'd been, be a hell of a thing. You it know, that everybody scrambles after it. Austin Hollins is tonight's five-star player of the game. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a thing, guys, because you know, if it lasted seven, eight seconds, and everybody would be scrambling for the ball. Producer in the truck, John, you got to get the five-star player of the game in. Just cut him off. It's a sponsored bit, John. Just tell the old man he's nuts. So, Bob... Your strategy in this situation, just throw the ball up high into the air. You know, what I've always thought was an interesting thing is when you're ahead in those circumstances, throw the ball as high up as you can throw. I've always thought that too, Bob. Recently, I was in uh, Philadelphia, happened to be sitting next to a guy at a diner, and we were talking about certain tenets of basketball strategy and, and things that we thought could be altered over the years. And the first thing he brought up to me is, why don't more people throw the ball as high up into the air as they can? Throw the ball as high as I could throw it and then time it. And that's yeah. the second part of it, Bob. The point you make that is duly noted and certainly, I think, probably uh, most interesting is that you would want to throw that into the air and time it. It's not enough just to throw the ball into the air. You want to time it. Throw the ball as high as I could throw it and then time it. Yeah. And, and, and if it were to stay up there, magically, defying the laws of physics, for up to eight to nine seconds, seven, eight seconds perhaps, well, that, I don't know, uh, forgive me, but that might be a hell of a thing. You know, that could be a hell of a thing, Bob. I have the uh, the Bob Knight challenge. Well, this is only me throwing it up into the air as high as I can. The audio ah. version. <laughs> that was pretty good. Three and a third seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I felt good about that throw. Listen to that throw. Ah. That was pretty good. Three and a third seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, the uh, the effort. You'll see the efforting on my part there. If you go to my Twitter account, that was tweeted at me, at Jake Show. It. It's also on, I don't know if it's on the show blog, show contributor Chris put it up yet. It'll be up there. You'll find it. I mean, I got into that. You thought I was going to tear a rotator cuff, didn't you? I did. I couldn't believe the effort. You know, the, the freeze frame on there shows your, your extension. It's with, pretty with, good, isn't it? It looks like you should not have a right arm right I feel, now. I feel pretty good about the. Th I really cared deeply. I wanted... To do as Bob Knight wished. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty good. Three and a third seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was up there a long time. That felt like more than three and a third. Dan was good on the trigger. He was I, right. You sure? You counted in the first hour. You, do, do it one more time here. Let, uh, you got to get right, because the ball comes out of my hand right at the grunt. Okay, you ready? Go. I'm trying to time it to the grunt. Uh, all right. Well, no, go, no, just go right at... No, go ahead and play the grunt. I'll count as soon as I hear the grunt. One, two, three. Oh, good. well. Three yeah. three <laughs> <laughs> it feels like when it's just silent like that, it's up there for... Bob, it can't be done, and not because I can't do it. Certainly, there are plenty of people with a much stronger arm, but I did 
I did go ahead and reach out to those who have done the math. We had TPE right into the program and tell us exactly the formula needed to do it, and he has done so and said, not possible. Not possible. But not even close. It's like You know, what I've always thought was an interesting <laughs> thing is... What's that, Bob? When you're ahead in those circumstances, throw the ball as high up as you can throw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Throw it up as high as you can. The guy who's guarding you blocks it, takes it, takes it, dunks it. Thanks for that. I was just trying to throw it as high as I could because I was interested. And throw I figured, the ball as high as I could throw it and then time it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, says Fran Fischilla. Yeah.